Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hello, boys, girls, and NBs, and welcome back to the Bingo Nuttiest podcast on the internet. My name is Josh. My name is Rick. And my name is Christian. And we are the, the Judgy. Coming in, yeah. Coming. <clears throat> Come, what? C- coming, coming in, yeah. Coming at you live and alive <laughs> from sunny, sunny Los Angeles, California. Incorrect. It is gloomy, cold, S- central Illinois. Too much snow. Didn't There's even not even that much snow yet. It's still too much. There's a dusting. Too much snow. Did you see Buffalo, New York this weekend? No. Three feet already. Uh, they're supposed to get 31 inches, I believe, total. Jesus. Yeah, what, what? I know. Did you say eight feet? I said three feet. Mm, but it's not three feet. It's 31 inches. So. Joshua? Yes. Christian has something very important to tell no, you. No, we're not going to talk about this. Uh-oh. What happens? <laughs> I don't want to ruin everybody's experience. What do you mean? You're pregnant? Last, no. Last no. night, we had the meet and greet event with all of our beautiful listeners. That's if right. you snoozed, you fucking loosed. Right. Mm-hmm. Out on a photo opportunity with us. Yeah. And guess guess who took uh, took the instructions a little too literal? What do you mean? Because we guess what? We did a silly picture, and right. then we took a serious picture. Right. Mm-hmm. And guess who was serious in every picture? That wasn't a bit. He genuinely thought we were supposed to do a serious pose. Like a non-smiling picture. Yeah. Every single one where we went, okay, a serious one, I went. (laughs) Just stone cold face. So you've never taken a picture before? I've never heard it been referred to as serious. I hear it's either a good one or a real one. Or, or a serious one. I've never heard serious one. My family doesn't take it that seriously. Serious as in we're not fucking around here. Yeah. We're smiling. Yeah. So in the car, he was like, you know. <laughs> I realized I'm the last person we did it with. And I realized during the countdown, I looked at the monitor instead of at the camera. And I went, uh-oh, they're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did a serious face for the first one. Yeah. And then I saw Erica was smiling. I was like, oh, then we'll smile. That makes sense. Yeah. I read the room. Yeah. I, I can't even at read, one point was fuckers. like, come on, be serious. Like, take a nice one for these people. And <laughs> That yeah, was like no. picture number two. And I was like, what do you uh, mean? He most, said do a serious face. This and, is the <laughs> most serious I've ever been. And guess, Yeah. I didn't catch it until the very last person we met in Gret. <laughs> <laughs> met in Gret. The New York Mets and Gretz, baby. <laughs> uh, more business. More business at the top. Hey, go ahead and head and leave a five-star review on Apple. Go ahead and do Please. it. I'm not going to read one right now because we got an action-packed episode, but go ahead, Apple Podcast Review. It's down in the description, or just leave five stars on Spotify. It's even easier. Even easier. And if you're feeling extra spicy, $1 a month, patreon.com slash the judges gets you ad-free episodes. Nobody likes ads. We get it. But you also get access to our Discord where you can go in there and say stuff. You can be a little goofy goober. In the judges chat with all the other little goofballs and goober balls. <laughs> Those are the two genders is goofballs and goober yeah. balls. Yeah. There is a there's an introduction page. So if you want to go in there and let people know whether you identify as a goofball or a goober ball. A goober yeah. ball. Who won who, did we ever find out who won the Arizona Goober Ball notorial race? Uh, the Democratic candidate. Erica, you are biting at nipping at the biting at you're the biting at biting the, at the lip. You're What's nipping the phrase? at the, the bit. Nipping at the bit. You're biting at the clit to open <laughs> up mail. That's P.O. Box Street 61350, Ottawa, <laughs> Illinois. Address it to Erica. Yes, please. This one's not addressed to anybody. It's It just says our P.O. Box. We can't open it then. Legally, Legally we can't Too open late. it. Too late. I already opened it. <laughs> hey, judges. Hello. Hello. You guys, in parentheses and gal, are my favorite podcast. Me and my son to be... 
me and my soon-to-be husband agree it would be awesome if you joined in on our celebration. We hope you can make it. Uh-oh. Alyssa it, and Andrew. Was it in the past? It is a celebration of love. Um, when was it? October 16th. We Just really missed, missed it. it. Just missed it. We Sorry, just... Alyssa and Andrew. Also, it's in the state of Washington, so written kind of hard to get to. Yeah. Best wishes, though. Yeah. Hey, I bet it was a beautiful ceremony. We would have ruined it, honestly. We would have taken all the attention off of you. Yeah. You would have had to. We we would have had to put us last minute up as your groomsmen and, and bridesmaid. It would have been the whole thing. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It, you probably should have because I know I would have been stealing that mic and giving the best man speech. All right, we got another one. You ready? Yep. Oh, it's a save the day. Oh Fuck. no! Did we miss? Wait, October seventeenth? Uh, nope. August twenty second, twenty sixth. Really missed that one. Also, oh, just missed it. In California, we weren't gonna make that. Oh, one either. California, Illinois, or California, California. California, California. Okay. Um, this little letter says, "Hi, judges. Hello. I, hello. I really enjoy your podcast and wanted to send you all." One of our wedding invites. I know you wouldn't be able to make it, but thought it would be fun to send it to you guys. I always listen on my way to and from work, and you always make me laugh. No matter how hard of a day I've had, when I listen to you guys, I'm in a much better mood. So thank you all so much, Catalina and Gus. Wonderful. Hope you guys go to the wine mixer. Your little save the dates are very cute. Very good picture. Can I see? Good job getting the photographer. So oh, that's cute. hot. You guys are kissing on the back. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I thought you did Spiked that on purpose. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, my God. Joshua. I'm the aerodynamics to... on this bad boy. Yeah, you fucker. You can't do it when I do it horizontally. I wasn't trying to. Oh, that is hot. That's very incredibly sexy kiss. Thank you, Catalina <laughs> and Gus. We got another one. Third wedding invitation. I understand. I actually, like, at first I was like, why would you waste a wedding invitation? But they always tell you buy, like, fucking, you got to buy extra. And then it's like, you're already shipping shit out. Why don't I just ship it out to and the judges? And then sometimes you're fucking stupid and your name is Erica and you ordered, um, like, triple the amount that you actually needed. Because I ordered by the number of guests, not the number of households. We made a little whoopsies. Yeah, but then you got to use them all as coasters. No, they're still in a box in our attic. Why are we not giving them away? That's like souvenirs. <laughs> sending them to people. Hey, <laughs> Patreon stretch goal. We at okay. twelve hundred patrons. We send. We, we don't have, have that. How many? How many? <laughs> we're at like nine hundred. No, but how many invitations do we have? I was gonna say we a can do a time. count out, and we can have like. Quick, hit this, hit this, and you can be one of the 100 people to receive a judge's wedding invitation from two years ago. <laughs> Three years. Pre-pandy. 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 Barely. This one says, hi, judges. Hello. I recently started a crochet business, and I owe you some dividends in the form of earnings because I've been binging your show while I crochet. Yeah, crochet, go ahead and send please. those over. Yeah, I agree. I hope you love them. Love, Tori. Insta, the Insta, what's handle is at Yarnt Yaglad, Y-A-R-N-T-U-Y-O-U, Glad. There's periods in between each word. Ah. Yarn. I loved the, until you put the periods in between each word. We hate periods on this podcast. In between each word? I'm. It's bad enough once a month. Crocheted monstera earrings. What's a monstera? A, a flower. Oh. No, it's red. It's a plant. It doesn't flower. It doesn't flower at all. No. Fuck. How does it reproduce? Cum. Drops nuts. Ooh. Plant come. Those Ooh. ones are really cool. Oh, I should probably describe these, huh? So. <laughs> <laughs> So the first one's an earring, Monstera. You figure it out, three fucker. Three pairs of crocheted earrings. The first one is Monstera leaves. They're green. They're very beautiful. Animal Crossing new leaf. leaf. The second one is just a little square crocheted pattern. It kind of looks like your grandma's pot holders, but like, oh, cute. What a wonderful description. Right? And it's a very pretty like mauvey pinkish purple color. It is a nice color. I love it. And then the last pair is Black Hearts. Yep. 
That's, like my heart. That's what you get for being dishonorably discharged These from the military. These are super cute. And they are very cute. Great work. Let me hold up the sticker to the camera. So, Aren't you glad they sent them to us? I sure fucking am. Oh, it's got the logo right on there, too. Ew, Hang on, stop I... focusing one second. Perfect. And I'll get my pretty little face in focus. Wonderful. What a blast. We don't just open up mail on this podcast. What else do we do on this podcast? We also open up email on this podcast. And what that entails is us going into our Gmail and finding silly little stories that listeners sent us to laugh at and judge at. And sometimes I'm the one who went into the Gmail and found silly little stories for us to laugh at and judge what's at. That ju- what's that email that we're supposed to send stuff Judgy'spot at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Thanks. This first one is from Cleo. It's a Reddit post. Oh, no. Cleo. I believe it's Cleo. It's a, I've never seen Cleo spelt this way. It's C-L-I-O. So okay. It could be Clio. Okay. R-N-R, Clio-R <laughs> is what it could be. Do you think Boo. Australians... Santa Claus says, whore, whore, whore. <clears throat> Boo. This is from r slash wedding shaming. Okay. I got invited to a wedding on October 16th that was just, oh, <laughs> they invited a podcaster. Named Joshua. Whoop. There it is. That was not intentional. Groomsman from hell. His name was Joshua. Here is his list of WTF moments slash fails. Actually, I really quick got a plug. Joshua was a Joshua was a great groomsman. If you need a groomsman, hit me up. Yo, absolute ten out of ten groomsman. So I was in my friend's wedding. There's a lot of backstory that's probably gonna get cut on TikTok, but I'll just read it. It gets wild. I was in a, my friend's wedding a couple of months ago as a bridesmaid. I'm not really sure how to preface this story because this groomsman was the most wild and attention seeking man I have ever met. And the fact that he was friends with our hometown apple pie sweet special ed teacher bride, Allie, and our nerdy, empathetic, but wholesome, quote, writes little articles and blurbs about puppies and shelters that are looking forever homes, end quote, journalist groom John, was baffling. Where do I even start? Well, that was a mouthful to begin with. I was so. going to say, are they also a little, uh, little, write little blurbs? What what did she call John? A journalist. A journalist. <laughs> Well, we'll begin with the rehearsal. Fun fact about the wedding party. All of us went to the same college. Most of the bridesmaids and groomsmen were people I was also friends with, except for Mike. Oh, we don't like Mike. I think I met him briefly in passing, but has never really talked much to him outside of brief talks with Allie and John around. Mike was the last one to show up to the rehearsal. Go figure. All of us were sitting around waiting for him when the bride pulled me to the side. Allie, all worried, told me I was going to walk down the aisle with Mike. I could tell something was up, so I was like, what's wrong? She sighed and said Mike was a lot to handle. He's going to want to skip down the aisle, <laughs> kind of steal the spotlight. He's going to want to do this move <laughs> down the aisle. And it's just, it's dated. It's dated. It doesn't make sense. I joked about how nothing is too much for me, to which she smiled and said, I know, but if he pushes something or does anything, please let me know. It's not too late to kick him out. It's not too late to kick him out the night before the fucking (laughs) wedding. At the rehearsal dinner. No need to worry, I had thought, until Mike literally kicked open the doors to the chapel with confetti poppers and a feather boa and glowing sunglasses to a rock cover of the wedding anthem booming on a Bluetooth speaker. It's crazy that the the fake scenario I made up was less than what he came in with. He came in as a mix of Kid Rock and uh, uh, the who's the beef jerky guy? Macho Man Randy. Macho Sammy. Man Randy Salmon. I think he was trying to be funny, but in truth, all of us, especially the groom, was irritated that he was late because that meant rushing the rehearsal so we could make our reservations for the rehearsal dinner. No one laughed. Crickets. Yikes. <laughs> Rough crowd tonight. <laughs> you could have given him a courtesy laugh. So with that as a preface, I shall now list the series of unfortunate events that Mike committed that got him permanently banned from the venue in which the wedding was held, pissed off both the bride and groom, pissed off the wedding party, and now the entire group is going no contact with him. 
we're at beating the absolute shit out of them outside of the wedding. No, that's too much contact. Oh. They're doing mind games. Oh, shit. Mike made a joke about selling me to the slave trade while squeezing my arm as we walked down the aisle in the rehearsal. I don't know if this is his sense of humor, but I think I looked like I swallowed a lemon because he fixed his statement by saying he didn't mean it, but that I had very pretty eyes that would be valuable at an auction house. What the fuck? That's the first bullet point. <laughs> There's like 12. <laughs> oh. After the rehearsal was a small bachelorette and bachelor party. Mike was guzzling tequila by the bottle and then threw up all over the Uber they were riding in. John and the other groomsmen had to pay the cleaning fees. That one's not as bad in comparison, I suppose. Allie wore her mother's dress for her wedding, to which she did a first look with her father and the other bridesmaids all around her. At that time, Mike stepped out of the room and very loudly whistled. You know the... (whistles) Nailed it. I can't do that whistle. I'm glad you're here. The moment was utterly ruined, and we had to hold back our small but feisty bridesmaid from kicking him down a flight of stairs. (laughs) Luckily, he didn't do anything during the ceremony, but I think that was because the order of people were switched, and now the six-foot-six wall of muscle groomsmen was literally next to him and intimidating him into both compliance and good behavior with just a look. Mike apparently is known for enjoying getting high. Okay. (laughs) Eat the apples. He's not known for getting high. He's known for enjoying getting high. (laughs) John told him that in no uncertain terms, he was not to smoke anything around his or Allie's family because both were rather conservative. Mike took that as edibles being okay and was high as a kite off gummies. They only made him more vulgar. He chugged booze at the wedding to the point where the best man and maid of honor were switching out his drinks with water, soda, or juice because he was getting out of hand. Hey. <sighs> Been there. When is not too late to kick him out? Yeah. <laughs> at this Ugh. point, you gotta just get him in an Uber and get out of there. Remember the time that I was like, can you get me another drink? And you brought me back water and told me that it was vodka Sprite and I was like, this is the best one yet. Because yep. <laughs> I was too drunk. <laughs> Not even a sprite, just just water. (laughs) I don't drink. Most everyone in the wedding party knows why. I'm diabetic and it will mess with my numbers, and my father is an alcoholic, so I don't want to drink. But I have no problem with other people drinking. Not that she has to explain herself. I don't know if Mike knew, but he asked me what I like to drink, and I told him I was sticking to Diet Coke for my diabetes. He got me a rum and Coke, told me it was diet, but I knew he was lying when I took the first sip. I was beyond livid. And so was the bride when we were shit-talking Mike at brunch the next morning. Literally could have, like, killed her. Yeah. (laughs) Put her into a diabetic spike and... This is insane. I don't know how he doesn't realize he's, like, being a fucking scene. And, like, making a scene and being a menace. Yeah. He stuck his entire hand in the mashed potato buffet wedding. I don't know why. For what reason? Why? (laughs) I don't know why he did that. But the entire full crock of potatoes was contaminated by his stupid hand. Wasn't even a smart hand. The DJ stepped away from the booth for two seconds, and somehow Mike got the little Einstein's theme song to play for some god awful reason. Even like three kids at the reception were like, "What the fuck?" So this has been when it was big on TikTok. Okay, but the little Einstein's theme kind of slaps. I guess hey, not at a wedding. That's not the right. That's not the right vibe. Yeah, at your guys's wedding, we could have played little Einstein's theme at the very end of the night. At the very end of yeah. the night. Yeah. yeah. The bridesmaids' dresses had a long slit up the leg for ease of movement. Mike enjoyed tugging at and yanking our skirts to get more leg to show through the slit. He stopped when one bridesmaid kicked him in the shin. She should have kicked a little higher. Straight up through the chin. I feel like they should have just really like made this wedding night like memorable and just had the entire entire wedding beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Reception is kicking the shit out of Mike. He was flirting with John, the groom's mom. So with John's mom. John, of course, was very upset, but Mike retorted that, Hey, she's single. What's the problem? To his face, the father of the groom passed from a heart attack a year prior. (laughs) The six foot six groomsman once again came in handy and basically picked Mike up and carried him out of the reception because I think John was both on the verge of tears and throwing Mike down a set of stairs. A lot of sets of stairs that Mike was almost thrown down. Not enough, if you're asking me. 
Since the wedding venue was booked during COVID times, we had cupcakes instead of cake. Mike thought it would be funny to grab some of the jam-filled cupcakes to throw at the bride and groom. Reminder. I'm going to fucking lose it. The same bride who was wearing... Do you guys hear that? Yeah. No, it's Christian's mic. You touched your mic and then it made that noise. I don't know where it's coming from. It didn't do it until you touched your... Oh, it was your headphones. Don't Don't move. I don't even have my phone on me right now. My phone's all the way under the pillow. Reminder, the same bride who was wearing her mother's wedding dress. Thankfully, I saw this coming and smacked that cupcake out of the way midair until it splattered against the wall. What an insane Matrix Neo type move. Uh, like, it's like Secret Service diving, Mr. President, get down. There's a fucking jam-filled cupcake coming at your dress. Did, have we learned what the connection with Mike is here yet? Like, why is he still there? Yeah. Like, how good of a friend is Mike that you're like, we'll look past this one, and I, then we'll look past this one, and we'll look past this one, he's too. He's not a good friend. Like, why is this guy even involved? Well, maybe this one will win you back. He tried to steal the tip jar from the bartender and groped a waitress. No? All right. Hey, that one didn't win me back, Josh. Those two offenses got him would. banned from the venue and almost shut the wedding down. Mike tried to grind on all the bridesmaids, and when that didn't work, the guests. One of the guests was underage, and her brother shoved Mike to the floor, where he promptly passed out until the best man in six-foot-six grooms and dragged him into the hallway by his legs to let him sleep it off. After the wedding was over, we all passed out from booze or exhaustion. The next morning, everyone but Mike was awake and ready to go to a little diner for breakfast and brunch. Collectively, we recalled fond memories of the wedding while also venting about Mike. Vowed to never speak to him again, and none of us heard from him since. Good riddance, Mike. So they just completely no contacted after that. Good. What a piece They should of have shit. no contacted him during the <laughs> during wedding. During the wedding. I can't believe it got that far into it. That's that's how I feel. It's like he should have been kicked out of that wedding. How many fucking strikes are you gonna give this guy? I, I you gave him so many chances, and it's like I think after after he tried to throw a fucking cupcake at the bride, it's like you're out of the wedding. Yeah. You're gone. You're not here anymore. <laughs> I mean, th- yeah. I mean, even like for the bride to tell the groom, the bridesmaid, like if he does anything, let us know. And then the first thing he does is be like racist joke. Yeah. How is that not like, oh, that was the thing. That was he did something. Let's get him out of the wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, showing up fashionably late with a cool with a cool suit on to try to impress people and be funny. I get it. Yeah, that's not... We live for the bit here. <laughs> that wouldn't be reason for me to kick him out. But You'd be the rest angry, of it... but yeah. Yeah, the rest of it, you're, you're annoyed at that one. The rest of it, you're furious. And I don't know how, like, I don't know how... I get the bride and the groom not dealing with it because it's like on a wedding day there's so much going on that it's like I'm not worried about this. You guys fucking deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess they said the six foot six groomsmen was like that's when the best somebody has to step up outside of their control and be like, you're out. Yeah, we're not gonna let you ruin this shit. Josh yeah. would have done that if he's invited to your wedding, idiot. You should have invited <laughs> Josh. I I would have been more of a man than the six. Foot Josh six loves groomsmen. confrontation. I lo- love it. I live for it. I, it was a little joke. Stop yelling, Josh. <laughs> you don't have to have confrontation with everybody. You can leave it off the air for a minute. That's true, Christian. Now, stop yelling. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> All right. Back to Am I the Asshole. Is that okay? No. Let's head on over to that next story. We brought it back. The fans wanted it. Some fans didn't want it. This one is sent to us from Alyssa, um, posted on Am I the Asshole. says, um, it's probably going to get deleted. OP is getting ripped apart. My phone is on the fritz, so sorry for the cropping. And hey, you know what? The cropping is fine. Don't worry about it. It's adequate. Am I the asshole? Yes. Am I the apple for making my daughter give up her distinction as homecoming queen? Ooh, Okay. My daughter will be ungrounded tomorrow for what she failed to do last Saturday. Her peers voted her as the homecoming queen, and she received the crown at the homecoming dance last Saturday night. At her high school, the winners of homecoming court are notified several days in advance. I told her congratulations, but my husband and I told her that during the ceremony at the dance, she needs to hand over the crown to Kayla. 
Kayla, what the, what the fuck did Kayla do to deserve her win? Hey, maybe just wait a second, Christian. Hang on, just wait one second. Kayla is one of the high school cheerleaders. She has Down syndrome, and we were shocked she didn't get it mm. due to her positive attitude and spirit. I could tell by her daughter's reaction that she didn't want to have to give up her crown, but I told her that sometimes we need to do things for other people and that life isn't fair. She obliged when she and her friends left in their limo. A limo? Hang on. That's some cool fucking ride. Well, that night when she returned home from the dance, we saw that she had her crown in her purse. My husband and I were furious that she willfully disobeyed us. We informed her to go to the room. We informed her to go to her room and to expect consequences. The next morning, we told her she was grounded from her car, purse, and phone until next Saturday. How do you ground someone from your purse? What else is in the purse? Great I, question, Josh. I mean, I've never, I've never owned a purse, but like, wouldn't just grounding from the phone sort of like encapsulate Hit all the purse? Of it? <laughs> yeah, like, like hey, no, any lip gloss no in there? <laughs> no gum, no extra uh, tampons or pads. Get them out of here. Uh, plus, she needs to apologize to Kayla for not giving her the crown. I found out she told her classmates that she was being punished, and one of her friends told her mom, because I got an angry phone call from her on Wednesday. I know her personally. She stated that I was being selfish because, in her mind, she shouldn't need to give her award to someone less fortunate. I've also gotten two other calls from furious parents that we know through PTO meetings and volleyball games. Did my daughter deserve to be grounded for willful disobedience, or should my husband and I apologize and make it up to her? Oh, man. Like, this, I, the, I, the mom is like, <laughs> think she's doing something nice. It's, it's a bad, it's not going to make Kayla feel good to be like, <laughs> hey. You didn't technically win. But I feel bad. I feel bad I enough feel for you. You for, need this. It's such a selfish thing on the mom's end to be like, yeah. you need to know. They need to know that I told you to give her the crown. Yeah. It's like so disgusting of like and like uh condescending and like I sh- why would you steal that from your daughter who like Yeah. All yeah. like I mean, how do we know how much Kayla wanted to win? <laughs> no, we don't. Is it just like, hey, there you know you have that girl with Down syndrome in your class. She should win. Right. And it's like, well, do, if she was trying like I yes, it would be nice for the class and the school to work in that effort. But if it's like almost bullying, if it's <laughs> right. like forcing her to go up on the stage, yeah. she doesn't want to. Dominating her as a joke. And let whatever. me tell yeah. you, let me tell you, someone that won Homecoming King, <laughs> yeah, flex much? Yeah, I did. Um, it doesn't take much to sway the vote. I wasn't that <laughs> popular. I just told ten kids to vote for me, and it was enough to sway. We also went to a pretty small school. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. I mean, relative Com- to most. Yeah, compared to other like suburbs. Ten and kids cities. for you is over. It's like twelve percent of your class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really didn't take much. It took. It took just telling the people like, "Hey, you know the kid that's won, like the attendee for the last three years, just just gonna win it again. Why don't we just vote for me?" And it spread enough to just be like. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just why vote for him? Just do that. <laughs> and did it you, worked. Did you vote for yourself? I absolutely voted for myself. I'm selfish, a little fucker like that. I, uh, this story just gives like uh, Aurora gets this a lot, um, where people like they think they're being nice when they like specifically when they talk to Aurora because they can tell she's neurodivergent, and they'll be like, "How are you doing today?" And like Ugh. be really over enunciating and like smiley and like. It just comes off as so fuck, and it is just rude. But they think they're they're being nice, yeah, and just being like, "Oh, well, she has Down syndrome. Let's let's give Kayla everything." And it's like you don't know what she wants. You don't yeah. know what she wants to be. Like, oh god, you also don't know what she's truly capable of. I mean, just because she has Down syndrome doesn't mean that she's not, you know, capable of having complex emotions. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it was just. And like she was just getting fucking lambasted. In the I can't imagine. Everyone's like, "What a selfish, gross human you are." Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. This is one of those things. We're gonna get probably fucking ripped up on TikTok if we post this, just because it's like there are gonna people that are just gonna want to come to Kayla's defense, which like that's what the mom did. Yeah, and it's like I get it, but also yeah, there's 
there's more nuance to it than just <laughs> that. Yeah, it's insane. Also, also to call the uh, she says uh, we have to give things to people less fortunate. It's like, are you calling her less fortunate just because she has Down syndrome? Because yeah. yeah. like, what the fuck? That's just an ableist thing to say. Like she's a huge, she's a person. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't have to treat her like. Uh, it just drove me, drove me and Aurora insane when we were curating the stories for tonight. Yeah, Aurora helped me. Oh, pick you the get stories. help. Hmm. Hmm. And you get help from Olsen. This explains why your guys' stories go so fucking hard. And we also get help from our sponsors on this podcast. See you later. Bye. Bye. I don't know how much is in, but we were speaking about running <laughs> jokes, and we're back from the break. And also, I had a running joke that I forgot to bring up. Did you guys notice it? Maybe the last six episodes. Uh, You've got new glasses. No. You didn't shave your mustache. I'm not. Mustache. Do- oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not currently doing the bit. This episode. But for the last like five or six times we Is recorded, it the fucking back off dog. I wore the back off dogs t shirt from like I was like I'm gonna wear it until they say something. Eric and it, said something. You I said did. something last week. Yeah. Which is why I'm not wearing it this week. But it was so funny because I was like, I, I saw that's a Walmart shirt. Fucking great shirt. Absolute. Drip I honestly, from I was just like, Josh got a new favorite shirt. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like. Oh, uh, they're gonna know. Christian's gonna notice when he's editing TikToks. I was like, he's definitely gonna notice when he's editing a TikTok because it was like my week to read. But it kind of worked out perfectly because it was like we recorded the Halloween episode and then we recorded an episode and then the Halloween episode came out, and so then it was me again wearing the shirt. And so we kind of had a break in there on the TikTok side, and then uh, you guys wore the Canadian tuxedos, which distracted you guys from noticing my shirt. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> And then I wore the Nebraska hat that Teo sent in one episode, which I feel like distracted, distracted from the shirt. And so last week we were about to record and Erica goes, Josh, you're wearing that shirt again? And I was like, oh, did I wear it last week? And Aurora's standing in the in the, in the doorway just like dying laughing, like trying not to break. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That'll be fine. <laughs> and I was going to wear it again today, but I know you would have noticed. So, Josh, I goofed up. This one wasn't on purpose. I wore the same outfit two weeks in a row. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to. I was looking at like the little thumbnails when I was editing, and I was like, "Wait a second. And I'm wearing a gray shirt with my Nick's Not Green hat. And then in the next episode, I'm wearing my gray shirt with like a shirt over top of it with the Nick's Not Green hat. That's not the same outfit. It's this. It was the same exact shirt, same exact hat, except I had a. I had my corduroy jacket on top of it. That's a completely different outfit. It's the same exact shirt, same pants, same underwear. Probably. He only has two. I was going to the Sweeks. Circle jerk. The long-awaited return of the fanfics. Now we've got two different fanfics going on. We have one fanfic, which is the um, Wattpad. Right, the Wattpad, and that's what is that? That's where they're a word that where they don't all intertwine necessarily. They're anthologies. Anagrams. This one is not. Aristocats. Aristocats. Thank you. Onomatopoeias. That's with an O. Yeah, but it sounds like it's with an A in our Chicago accent. And do you know what that is? Uh, Homophone. Alliteration. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very, very good. (laughs) So the first chapter, if you guys remember, we read it a long time ago. This one we read on the first time we tried to read in fanfic, but you couldn't get it open, so I read this one. Yes, this This is is the one that you can keep adding to right like anybody can go and add on it no now it's in a google doc okay but it was on a website where anybody could edit it but it's from adam the last dilf and milf town in the discord christian look alike except he's five eight talking shit saying i got a <laughs> fucking kool-aid mustache you little fucker <laughs> so this guy wrote the first one if you guys remember it involved uh us finishing recording episode 100 i uh christian goes i gotta poop and so you guys leave. Aurora and I go to Taco Bell, and she's like, "Let's go to a graveyard." And I go, "Scary." Okay. Does this ring any bells? So this many. This sounds like bells. A, a real story. <laughs> so, it ends. Chapter one ends because uh, ghost. In the chapter graveyard. one ends with what 
Aurora didn't know is that Josh had a few carrots hidden in the gallon of milk he keeps next to the bed. He'd been waiting for a night to himself for a few days. Okay. So, chapter two. Josh couldn't contain his enjoyment. I already fucked up. Josh couldn't contain his excitement as he scampered to his room. Oh, it's carrot time, motherfucker, he said in an accent that wasn't even remotely distinguishable. <laughs> his smug teehees turned to whimpers as he pulled a note out from where he thought his milk was. Oh, no. The note read, I couldn't deal with the smell anymore. I know you thought it was hidden behind your floor nest, but I see you sip from it literally every day. <laughs> the worst. You keep your eyes with your other hand. You cover your eyes with your other hand in some sort of strange, I can't see you, you can't see me toddler logic as if you're not literally pinching my arm with your toes. <laughs> I love role play as much as the next guy, but you might actually need psychiatric help. Spank you later, Roar. I, that's got to be an Aurorism. Spank you later. I just, that just <laughs> seems like it's straight out of her vocabulary. Josh collapsed onto his nest. I'm feeling like Josh Lowsmith right now. I fucking hate you. Adam, I fucking hate you. That's my name in Aurora's contact list is Josh Lowsmith. <laughs> he barely had time to laugh at his own joke before the doorbell rang. Usually he let Aurora answer the door in case it was an intruder, but this <laughs> time he had to be a very brave boy. Josh dropped to the floor and slowly began to inchworm to the front door, farting slightly with every wiggle. He dropped his voice as low as he could, almost sounding like a man. Whoever is there, I'm warning you, there is a tough, strong man in here, he lied. There was a muffled laugh from the other side of the door. Then the lock clicked. The door swung open dramatically as a radiant figure walked in. Ricky! It's me! Josh squealed, stretching his arms up like a toddler asking for uppies. <laughs> Joshua, are you okay? You look like you've been crying. It's been a really hard day, man, he choked out, rubbing his eyes. Aurora told me you would be hungry by the time I got here. Is there anything I can make for you, bud? That's not me. Josh grinned. I don't like that. Don't tell me, Ricky said, but she already knew Josh nodded. But she already knew as Josh nodded his head slowly. <sighs> Cheese plate, Ricky sighed. Josh was so excited he started tippy-tapping his feet. Erica reluctantly went to the kitchen to prepare his dinner. A single block of cheese microwaved until it melted completely and then re-hardened into a solid disc. <laughs> Erica was already regretting her agreement to babysit Josh, but she had no idea what was yet to come. Cheese plate. I hate it. <laughs> He was like, hmm, I haven't written Erica in yet. Let's uh, have her just make Josh dinner after the breakup. Oh, man. What a <laughs> good storytelling, Adam. You, you really captured it. our voices. Yeah. Not Erica's, I guess, but. No. You, you got Joshua. Yeah. I'll be fair. I improvised on the Joshua. It says Joshua, like J-O-S-H-W-A-H. So I pronounce it as Joshua. It's true. You do a pretty good impression of me saying your name. Yeah. Christian. That's real. The camera not have, might not have picked it up, but shuddered. I chills down my spine when he said it. I thought I was in the doghouse for a second. Christian. <laughs> All right. Listener submitted sound time, buddy boy. And I'm going to toss this to you, and it's going to go... He's going to spike it back at so, you. So, 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 so well. <coughs> One of these days. If you would like to send in a listener-submitted sound or story, we play the sounds before the stories every single episode. Go, go ahead and send it over to judgeitpodgmail.com. That's wonderful. Put listener-submitted sound in the subject line. In the subject line or listener-submitted story that helps us sort them and get to them faster. This... Is from, I guess I can't say their uh, email. It says, hello, judges. Hi. Love you all and what you, you do. Thank you. You really keep me entertained while I'm at my job. You're can't welcome. wait for the next episode. Do you guys want to guess what their job is? Mm, paramedic. Not that far off, but not medical. Don't think medical, but not that far off. Race car driver. Wow. 
parasailer? Security guard. <laughs> I work 15 hours as a security guard, so I have a lot of time. We love that. Now, Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Veterans Day was just last week. Uh, do By 15 hours as a security guard, do you mean 15-hour shifts or 15 hours in a week or 15 hours ever? Let us know. Great question. I... In the first corner, we have Josh. In the second corner, we have Erica. In the third corner, we have Christian. Are you ready to judge? I feel like they need Mortal Kombat. Thank you. Hello, judgy oh, listeners. It's playing more With- audio. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's playing all of it. <laughs> Thank you for the submission. That was fun. I Security like guard. Where are you security guarding? Bank. Bank. Erica, what were you thinking? But you, you, what were you thinking when it just didn't say out loud to have us all say it at the same exact time? So, so where are you security guarding? Yeah, where do so, you think he was security guarding? Well, now I can't think of anything else but bank. And now, editor, you line all those up, baby. Uh, do you want story one, two, or three, Erica? I got three listener submissions. They're all of Ooh. pretty similar quality. How about I read the titles? Yeah. And you guys choose. Number one, am I the asshole? <laughs> am I the asshole for thinking my fiance is mediocre? Ooh. Um, Your fiance? Uh, my math teacher asked me if I had a stroke in class. Okay. And uh, where is the last one? Oh no, did I move it to? Uh... Oh no, here it is. Um, am I the a hole for not commenting on my girlfriend's weight? One or three? What are we thinking? Number one. Number one. Number one. That's what I was going to read. That is not the one that. Wait, which one was that? Was that the stroke one? No. Fiance. Thinking my fiance is uh, mediocre. Mediocre at best. Dear Judges, I love watching your episodes at work. It helps a lot to practice the English language. I want to be fluent one day. I'm from Brazil, and I use Google Translator at some points in case you notice any writing errors. Now, I didn't read that intro paragraph, and at the very end, there's a spot that um, she says something, and it's hilarious. It's like, like, I think you should leave funny. I was like, oh, it was just a translation error, but goddamn, I wish it was, I think you should leave funny. So, am I the asshole for thinking my fiancé is mediocre? Me, 20 female, my fiancé, 21 male, been together for two years and have known each other for the past three years. He was my first boyfriend, but I was not his first girlfriend. I have no problem with that. In A little fact, slut. <laughs> little slut. <laughs> I have no problem with that. In fact, I thought that because he had a girlfriend before, he would know how to communicate his feelings and know that he could and couldn't do in a relationship. Aw, sweet summer child. No. I don't think any 18-year-old guy is really like, I know how to communicate my feelings now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had one relationship under the belt. But he, quote, didn't know. It was a whoopsies on his part. Even though it was my first time with a boyfriend, I already knew I wanted to make my boundaries very clear. So I basically said, one, don't cheat on me. Two, let's communicate what we feel. Okay, those are both really good uh, staples to a relationship. Three, don't ever say the word staples. Four, even if we're angry, we we can't call names or be violent with each other. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like... A the, normal, healthy relationship. The yeah. most simple uh, building blocks is a good relationship. Absolute basic. Yeah. Well, the Staples one is, you don't need that one. I guess the Staples one, you don't need. Soon I realized I was being the only one to take the initiative to talk about our problems. He usually pretended and still pretends to be okay, even if we had a big argument. It pisses me off so much because I feel like he either doesn't care or he's too cowardly to talk about it. Not recently. I found his phone. I found on his phone. A ch- now. Now recently. I found on his phone a chat with a gay friend of his. And the context was basically his friend saying he wanted to have sex with my fiance. And describing what the scene of that would be like. To which my fiance just laughed about it. My fiance didn't say he wanted to have sex with that guy. But he didn't tell him to stop either. 
And this guy was not the only one. I found another chat with a girl. Again, he didn't ask to stop, but he also didn't say anything that wasn't like, lol, really. He had just given LOLs. He just got, ha ha. No. What? Don't, don't ever say that again. What are you saying? No, please don't go into any more detail. <laughs> don't paint a picture for me at all. What would your ass be doing on my dick in that instance? It disgusted me. Especially since he knows I have a great deal of trauma with cheating. Because my dad used to cheat on my mom openly and sometimes okay. even in front of me. Because I was about to be like, you said you didn't have a boyfriend before. How do you? All right. I obviously wanted to break up. Yeah. He cried, saying he didn't think it was that big of a deal to her. Honestly, I don't remember why I gave up on breaking up with him at that moment. I think I was afraid I wouldn't find anyone better. Because he, despite everything, was very, very sweet and always there for me. I could definitely see that. Especially in a first relationship. Like, oh, sure. The yeah. feeling of like, but everything else about this is working so well. And it's like. Yeah, and you're already engaged. Yeah. I give the ring back. Yeah. And it's a good ring. It's a good ring. It looks really good on my finger. Technically, you don't have to give it back. It was a gift. What if it was his grandma's ring, though? It was a gift. Oh, should have thought better. <laughs> it's going off the fucking bridge. At the end of November 2021, he moved to another state because he had to work. We agreed to date long distance, but in the middle of December, I found out I was having a miscarriage at two to three weeks of pregnancy. Oh, sorry I'm about so that. Sorry. I told him what was going on, and the first thing he asked me was if the baby was his. What the first insane, thing. What an insane question. Now here's the freaking here's the freaking turnaround. Since then, I started to see him as a dumb and coward boy. Okay. Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. I get it now. That's the, I was like, dumb and coward boy is really funny, but it's definitely a translation issue. I never said it, but I I never said it, but I know he thinks I think so. He never talks about it though. I feel ashamed to think so bad about him, as he is very sweet to me and really seems to have changed. I try to encourage him to be more critical, research more, talk more, but he doesn't seem to be into it. I don't want to force him to be what he doesn't want to be, but I also don't want to be a dumb person by my side. I also don't want a dumb person by my side. Really just laying into him. I think I deserve more than that. It could definitely be coming out across more harsh with, you know, going through a translator. No. Okay. This, yeah, no. No, because there's asterisks at the end of that and says, this is the only part that I didn't translate. I got an English-speaking friend to make sure that... <laughs> Now we are a month away from moving in together. Our relationship is calm and great. I love him and it really breaks my heart to think so badly of someone I love so much. So am I the apple for thinking my fiance is a coward and dumb? A coward and dumb boy. <laughs> no, I don't think you're an apple for that. Because I think that if you're already having these thoughts and feelings and everything that you've already laid out has happened i don't think that you should get married for over a year she's been feeling like that yeah, yeah. It can and only, it hasn't changed it's not gonna get it's, better no yeah it's only gonna the feelings are gonna grow and it's gonna become more and more resentful and yeah yeah you gotta you gotta take the signs it's like yeah. yeah it's not gonna work out which is fine. You're young. You're 21. Like, that, yeah, that's yes. the biggest thing is you literally have an entire life. Also, idea. thinking that you can't find better, you absolutely can. 100% there is always something. Well, I shouldn't say always something better, but you'll be fine. Yeah. In your situation, there's absolutely better than that. Yeah. You also don't need to be in a relationship all the time. Yeah. And I guess, I, I don't know. Did we? Did they discuss if they've already brought this up to their fiancé? Uh, not directly. Have we communicated it? Because I it, obviously he uh, cries easy and stuff. Which hey, I'm a crier. I get it. I, any kind of uh, confrontation or too much of one emotion, I'm crying. So I get that part. But like, maybe just discuss your issues with the relationship and see if that goes anywhere. You can't, Probably. Dis you can't discuss things with a coward. Oh, you're right. Uh, Come on. You know how hard it was to talk to that goddamn dog. All right, last story. <laughs> so good. Was Thank sent you. in by Cameron. Not one that we know. Oh. <laughs> hey, Judgy, saw this story and immediately thought of the pod. I know this will upset Erica. Oh. We love to hear that as the opening lines to a story. My boyfriend thinks I'm a five out of a ten. Ooh. 
this is on He's relationship. He's not your boyfriend advice. anymore, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Well, maybe he'll come around on you, Erica. He won't, I but hope maybe. Not. I need advice. I love my boyfriend, and he says he loves me too as well. We have given up so much for each other. For instance, he went against his entire family to be with me. Okay. Right now, the Capulets and the Montagues. <laughs> Wait, what a what a <laughs> reference, baby! To a thousand year old. We're buying our thumbs at you, you little fucker. Would a rose by any other name be five out of ten as sweet? <laughs> Great job, Josh. Against right now, we are long distance, and for the most part, he treats me well. But such How? a strange thing to define a relationship as. For the most part. Especially <laughs> in long distance where it's like there's already a, a limited line of communication going on. How is it? He's mostly, mostly treats me well. How can you how can you type that sentence out saying he mostly treats me well and not immediately be like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Well, it's such a common thing that we get to where, when we're not that we, but like the Reddit posts, it's always like. It, when they're trying to describe their situation and have uh, they're, what they're trying to do is make it be like our relationship's good it always comes out as mostly he treats me okay and it's like what a weird way to describe no, I would never what? describe Aurora and I's relationship as like yeah she treats me alright I'd be like oh yeah we're a very loving relationship yes correct don't read the posts on Hot Girl 99's <laughs> Reddit and relationship advice actually do have one in there from a very long time ago wow well, now we got to go stalk your profile. Oh, did I delete it? I'm going to find it right now. I might have deleted it. That's Hot Girl with two Ts. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> what a fucking bait. Oh, man. I can't believe that I have a pod, that I'm on a podcast about reading Reddit posts and I've never read my own post. Insane. <laughs> it's about a work event, it's not anything crazy. But uh, a judge's work event? Was this about last year's Judgy's Christmas party? They don't laugh at any of my jokes. I said running joke, and they looked at me. <laughs> it was, it was as I, on the break. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> the problem is that he said I'm a 5 out of 10 and average. Some, hey, we can appreciate somebody who uses a 1 to 10 scale properly. Yeah. It drives me insane that now, like, 7, seven is, is average. average. Yeah. Because we're so used to, like, school grades. Mm-hmm. Five out of ten, by definition, is average. Your brain doesn't work that way. What you're doing the scowl? Why are we upset, Erica? Because he's demeaning his. Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought <laughs> you were mad about the the grading system, and I was like, Josh is making a point here. Christian, he's making a. F- I don't think you understand. You and I are the grading system on her ears. This is Boo. true, but mostly I was just continuing to scowl because you were discussing math, and I hate math. <laughs> Loosely, numbers is math. Numbers is math. The problem is that he said I'm a 5 out of 10 in average. This bothered me, especially because he rated his ex 7 out of 10. You The true men average. Men are so fucking dumb. The gentleman's average. The gentleman's <laughs> average. That's like saying you're 6 foot when you're 5 9. Men are so dumb, Erica. They're so dumb. Even if you believe that's true. You don't say it to Never her. fucking say that. Ever. This is the classic, would you love me if I turned into a worm? Is What would you rate me on a 10 out of 10? Or what would you rate me on a scale of 1 out of 10? 10. Every time. Why the fuck would you 10 say 10 being the worst, though. Oh! I guess I <laughs> got But it's do opposite day. 9.9. 9, uh, <laughs> Repeat it. Just because I have to be, like, I have to be a little realistic. I have to keep room. Pedro Pascal is 10, so... I know she is more attractive than I am, and that in general I am not really much to look at. Don't beat yourself up, you're average. But I somehow always imagined ending up with someone who found me more attractive than five. A 6.5 wouldn't have been as bad. That's math. When I asked about his rating, he said, it's not my fault I've been with more attractive people. Shut the fuck up. Piece of shit. It sounds harsh, but he was polite about it. There is no, no, and no. Said, and said that was his truth and that, quote, men are not always looking for looks. Huh? He says he likes me for my personality, and I just struggled to take that as a compliment. He likes me for me. Not, not because, because I look like Jeremy Renner. That's not like Liberace. He also says, even though I'm a five, he still finds me attractive. 
I'm just not sure if he's with me because he hasn't found his person. He also has never described me as beautiful in the entire year we've been together. He only says things like, your expressions are cute. Dump this man. I try to think of the overall, but small things like this make me wonder if I'm... I try to think of the overall, but small things like this make me wonder if I'm overlooking a lot. I feel like a safe option. Also note, I approached him at the beginning of our relationship, not the other way around. <sighs> Fucking dump this guy. Straight to the trash. Isn't that terrible? It, liter- it literally is like, and like that's not to say like you should lie to your, uh, but like if somebody is, uh, and everybody is, has some sort of like physical uh, insecurity, you would, you should never be like, no, yeah, you're absolutely correct in having that assumption. You are average to me. All everybody I've dated before you has been hotter, and you'll never live up to that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, just break up. <laughs> you don't have to just torture somebody. Insane. It's so upsetting. Very sad. Did it make I, you angry? Is, is the yeah. math part made you angry? Oh, of course. This is almost on the the opposite end of the spectrum that we talk about, where we love communication. Maybe a little less communication hey, maybe, on this one. We talk a little <laughs> bit less. Hey, maybe uh, maybe put a lid on it, bud. <laughs> All right, let's see if old Joshy Poo deleted that post. I feel like I deleted it when we started the podcast. It wasn't that spicy, really. It was about work. I mean, I could tell you the story because I don't work there anymore. Wait, what? I only when have did you quit the judges? Two and a half working days left. Wow. Yeah. You're gonna quit your job a second time. I did delete it. <laughs> it's pretty much it's a little story from when I was at work. I was dating somebody who also worked there. Okay. We all know the person. Uh, we do. And uh, she was a temp, and I was a full-time employee. And uh, we disclosed it to our boss and our immediate supervisor. Everything was fine. There's a guy at the building who was at... <sighs> he got moved from just like being on the other side of the building to being my boss's boss's boss. Okay. And he was sort of over the whole building, but like... He was a fucking creep. He is like a 50-year-old white dude who was... Yeah, say no more. Yeah, he was just creepy. He literally walked around like this. Like, no, like literally, like, high-nosing you. Uh, he was a, he was an asshole. He was way too personal. One of the first conversations I ever had with Arms him... Arms too hot. When I, <laughs> inside joke, baby. It is an inside <laughs> joke. I, it, I, I don't, would, don't want it either. To, Listeners, I don't get it either. He always wore a vest. And so people called him Hot Arms' last name. I'm going to get fucking sued by my company. <laughs> um, so was, he always wore like a sw- like a vest. So it's because his arms are too hot, but his chest is cold. Um, so we call them hot arms, whatever. Uh, so it's a good it's a good workplace joke. It's a good around the coffee. Around, around it's the a good joke because I also only call him by that name. <laughs> and I don't even work there. So yet. So he always had a crush on like every single he would always talk to all the new like female temps every single one he would always get like way too close to him and talk to him all the time uh and do this shit where like he would walk up behind them on a chair and like put his hands on the chair and like be like hey how's it going very fucking strange especially because we don't have any connection to this guy really uh he had a major crush on my ex major crush always asked her hey who are you seeing hey are you single and just like How's how's dating life going? Inappropriate That's for work. So gross. Especially to be like a a three level superior to yeah. be like, who are you dating nowadays? He would literally walk over to our side of the building, walk around the lab, only stop to talk to her, and then leave. And if he didn't see her because she was somewhere else, would just not talk to anybody. That's so weird. Now he didn't know we were dating. Like, uh, whenever she, he asked her, he was like, oh, you know, just whatever. Uh. One time, uh, she was going to visit her mom who lives in a different state. So she was leaving for the weekend. And it was like a, it was like a three-day weekend. It was like Labor Day or something like that. And so she was leaving on a Friday. We got out of work. We go into the parking lot. I hug her goodbye. Not even a kiss. I hug her goodbye in the parking lot. Coming on Tuesday, my boss called me into the office and had to explain to me that I w- didn't get written up, but that public acts of... Uh, Public affection. displays of affection are uh, 
like against company policy or something like that, which I looked, there was nothing in the company policy. That was what the post was about was like, should I report this guy to HR? Cause we had all this like creepy shit that he had been doing. For, and like, everybody knows he's a creep. It's one of those yeah. things like everybody knows he sucks. Everybody knows he's a creep. Everybody hates this guy. Nobody likes him, but it's when you're young and you're like, should I report this to HR? And then everyone is like, no, HR is going to fire you. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. not going to fire the guy making more money than you doing a, a more important job. They're just going to fire the fucking temp who was getting creeped on. Yeah. So no, that's not, that's not how HR is there for you. Yeah. It's fucking creepy, dude. It, that was what the post was. I was nothing crazy. And everyone was just like, no, don't tell HR. Cause you're going to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wonderful. So what do we do? And they're just, Write everything down, keep a running book, and then I was gonna if say, it escalates, then you have, I guess, more info. I was going to say, yeah, it's mostly uh, keep taking notes until it's so bad you're forced to quit and then tell HR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a whole thing, we got in fucking trouble for hugging. It's wild that you got in like trouble after hours. Like after hours. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair to me, it, like, my boss was like, it's fucking ridiculous that I have to have this conversation. Like, I don't want to be, but. The dude was a, just a fucking creep. Dude sucked. Do you and I'm go? pretty sure. I haven't told this on the podcast. Before I quit my Did job. You quit your job? <laughs> before I quit my job, I got written up at work <laughs> for a tweet that I made. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about this too. <laughs> so uh, I don't, I don't want to get too much into the details of the event, what happened. But effectively, something happened. And I had to be a representative of the company um, at a hospital that works i guess it was it was it wasn't a big deal it, the the person that i was going with wasn't hurt it was more of a procedural thing whatever uh and i would happen to be wearing my shirt that says uh who that says 9-11 with the twin towers is the 11 and it says hooters remembers let freedom wing and so i was a representative of the company while wearing this shirt so i took a picture of myself and i was like this is funny tweeted it Banger tweet. Can I just say banger tweet? A month later, I got called into my boss's office and they had a printed out screenshot of my That's tweet. the funniest part. <laughs> they had it printed out for you. And it was my boss and it was my supervisor and my, and my uh, the boss boss. And they're like looking at me and they're like, you understand why this is bad. And I was like, yeah, I, like, I get it. I understand. And they're like, uh, and I was like reading through like the policy that I violated was dress code. They didn't like ding me for like um, tweeting on the clock or something. Yeah, it was literally like they dinged me for like inappropriate dress code, which is so funny because I I wore so many I wore shirts that said "fuck the police" on them. To work. <laughs> I was like, but it was literally like that was the only thing by policy that they could ding me on, and I'm pretty sure it was that same guy who was probably how the fuck did they see my Twitter? It's not my name is. Obviously, it's Hosh Jaismith, and then my username was, I think, JH at the time. Mm. Uh, but some, so somebody had to manually go onto my pro, like search me up, go into my profile, see that, and then report it. And I fucking guarantee you, is that guy stalking me online, trying to find my digital footprint? And he saw from a month ago a tweet that I made, which fucking banged. It was a good fucking tweet. Good tweet whatever but such I, a good tweet it was really funny to me is like we were in there and, I was, and she's like my uh, the two people talking to me they were like uh do you want to keep a copy of this printout and i was like no and i was like fuck I should have said yes. now i can't be like actually yeah this will be a great story let me podcast. hang this <laughs> let me frame this <laughs> but no i gave it back i was like oh, fuck i should have fucking it's so to, to go into an office and like you know when you get have you guys you know you get called into your boss's office. I always go, uh oh. This yeah. is the one time I didn't yeah. go, uh oh, because the his, he's like, Josh, you can see me in in the office. I was like, oh, this is actually an uh oh, <laughs> something happened. <laughs> so luckily I didn't go. Oh, am I in trouble? <laughs> you go, yeah. Uh oh, getting written up. <laughs> and then just to get sit down and just this is also the week that I was back from COVID and I was about to go on vacation. And so the entire time I was on vacation, I was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be fired. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm that would have been kind of cool. I'm going to come back. They'd be like, oh, you're fired and you have to pay us back for those vacation days you just took. Uh, but to walk into an office and just hand a piece of paper and it's just my tweet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> oh, 
I'm getting an award for how good of a tweet this was. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. And like, yeah, the, the stuff they tried to speed to me of like, you know, people know that you work for this company and you're misrepresenting and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I fucking hate that. It shit. was a joke. Like it, it was a joke and there's no, there was nothing being, that's why they couldn't ding me on like re- revealing corp company secret or anything. It was literally, they were trying to ding me for the only thing they could ding me for, which was dress code. I fucking hate it. And then I wore the back off shirt for the last seven weeks I worked there. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting ran up for that one too, buddy. (laughs) Post me in my office. Post actively voting up. It was so funny though. I was like, God damn it. What a funny thing that I I probably legally shouldn't talk about until like a couple months after I quit. Legally? Oh, are they going to write you up again? (laughs) Eat shit. No one even knows who I worked for is the crazy part. But then I, I went through on because I had made TikToks at work, believe it or not, um, and so I had to go through and like I'm they didn't. That's how lazy this dude was. Is he didn't go through any of my other shit because like I had TikToks at work, I had Instagram posts while I was like, I don't know if I actually had a picture on Instagram. I had many other tweets with pictures from work. Yeah, <laughs> and Reddit posts with pictures from the work, and I went through and I deleted all of them. Uh, they didn't ask me to. I was like, well, I'm just gonna delete them, I guess. I don't want to get written up a second time. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> What an, what an insane thing. Yeah. And now I just work for a, an even worse company. Erica, how about you plug that even worse company? Hey, it's the Judgies. And we're on TikTok and Twitter and Twitch and Instagram and YouTube and Patreon and Discord. And that's it. And you can email us and everything's at Judgies Pod. J-U-D-G-I-E-S Pod. That's all we have. Have a great week. We love you. The judges love you. One, two, three, four. Kiss. I trusted you. I trusted you and you failed me. I kissed on the beat. I thought you were counting me in, fucker. Christian, meet me in my office. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.